what else did I do? Empire State Building. Uh, got some pizza. It was really good pizza. What did you think of Lady Liberty? Um, she is uh, a attempting little uh, minx, I must say, dude. I saw her from afar. <laughs> and you know, I just wanted to get closer. I wish, I wish I had uh, taken the tour of the island, but you could have gotten out thinner. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, so she was just a tease from afar. Back pocket, a podcast by Jake and Dylan. Three, two, one, clap. Should be pretty good. I think so. All right. Yeah, I like that order. Okay, 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 okay. Here we are, boys. I'm in my car again. I wouldn't have it any other way. We have we have the boy himself. No shirt on. You would, too, if you lived in a garage, guys. Admit it. I would for sure be the same way. I wouldn't even own shirts if I lived in a garage. How's it going, guys? But but who are you? Tell the people. All right, people. My name's Russell. I've been fucking good friends with these guys for a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, I think both you guys freshman year of high school. Yeah, you think? We, yeah, well, I know, I know. I Jake and I had quite an introduction when we finally got to officially meet each other. Yeah. Can I, can I set the stage? Yeah, You should please, probably please. lead with that. That's, that's yeah, as good I'm down, an intro I'm down. as any. <laughs> Freshman year PE at the high school we went to, it's comprised, the high school is comprised of multiple middle schools, mainly Carmel Valley Middle School and Earl Warren, which Earl Warren, Russell, that's where you went. Jake and I were Carmel Valley guys. And so there was this, there was this like slight division that first week, like we would all be warming, running our warm up lap and I would like look across and be like, that's Kyle McNulty. Like he played little league. He went to Earl Warren, but I think I'll eventually be friends with him, but just not yet. Not this first week. And we'd all hang out separately. And then towards the end, I want to say it was like end of week one, we're playing basketball, everyone's minding their own business, <laughs> shooting hoops, Jake has his own ball, and all of a sudden, I think, Russell, did you take Jake's ball, and then Jake right, takes it I'm gonna, back? I'm going to have yeah, to let Jake step in, because <laughs> Dylan, the wheels are falling off the wagon. Right <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we were playing basketball whenever it was, and... I was just, I was really fucking bored. I don't, I don't like playing basketball that much. So I was just being a little shithead. And yeah. I stole. Taking like, some onus here. Yeah, yeah. I stole two of the basketballs that were being used. And I just started running around with them. Because I was, like I said, being a little shithead. I, I was afraid to throw you under the bus. I couldn't, I knew there was something that you were slightly at fault for. But Oh, no, yeah. I was, they were, people were like, give us the balls back. And I was like, ah. No. And I'm running around. And I. I don't know if I had like jumped up or something or what. Can I can I step in from here? Yeah, you should take so, over. Okay, here. yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. And so full this circle, prick is running circle. around. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I believe it was bump out. It could have been basketball, but I believe Ooh. it was bump out. So both Possible. balls were needed. So Jake grabs one and we're all like, oh, fuck you, dude. Come on, we need. And then like you grab the other. And like I think it goes a little bit to that division. But anyway, I start seeing Who's like. the CVMS <laughs> who stole our ball? Ruining all the fun for every- Anyway. Yeah, so you had, like, you were just goofing around, jumping, being all jolly, and, like, I was getting, like, a little irritated, and I was figuring, like, oh, week one, you know, like, I gotta set the stage, like, I'm not gonna take balls being (laughs) stolen from me, but, uh, so I come up to Charlie Horse you, but you had just done, like, a big jump, and so then, like, as you're landing, 
my knee goes right into that left cheek tailbone. I believe it was the left, left cheek one. tailbone. <laughs> I believe it was dead center tailbone. A dead center tailbone. Okay, you would know better than I. But <laughs> so I just, I just remember this like moment of victory. Like, okay, yeah, like I got him down, guys. Like we can have our balls back. Oh, and then I you see... got him down. Oh, I, I <laughs> fell was, down. All right. It was the the noise, the sound oh. was just this. Oh, <laughs> like this knee shaking, this quivering, like just as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's not a Charlie horse. That was just directly in his asshole. And and Jake's like his knees cave in and he just crumbled to the ground. Right. And I think eventually you were down on the ground, probably squirming. But eventually we got you up. I remember, well, Dylan, you were I remember the- a crowd forming around me and I was just like in so much pain. Probably one of the first in. Dylan, you were the first to recognize like the severity of the situation because at first, you know, all freshmen are just like, "Oh, he fell!" Like, "Oh, we got the ball back," and then you're like, "Guys, no! Like, this is not good." <laughs> like, I don't yeah. think he can move. <laughs> yeah, I was just on the ground. I was like gasping for air. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. I, and I remember being surrounded by everyone, but I couldn't really talk. And I was just like, uh, uh, <laughs> like "I'm not. I'm not okay." <laughs> and then, yeah, I got up eventually, and then. When we went back to the locker room to change, yeah, I just I like I couldn't I couldn't change out of my clothes because I could barely move or anything, and so I, I think, think I might have gotten... sat down. You sat yeah, down and like, it hurt so down, bad. I just started crying or something like that. Yeah, Russell, feel bad. I know, dude. I'm just reliving like the pain <laughs> and... that I felt. Wow, thanks a lot, Russell. Now I gotta walk my friend back to the, <laughs> yeah, so the nurse's Brandon, office so his mom can pick Brandon him up. Brandon and Dylan walked me over to the nurse, oh. and I just had to go home the next day or that day. And then the best part is that then, so I was like already catching like a cold or the flu or something like that. And so my mom driving me home to school the next day, we're, I remember we're about to turn into the line you get into to get into the parking lot and she can tell that I'm just not doing well. I'm like sick and I can't even really even sit in a chair. And she just asked me, do you want to go home? It's <laughs> just immediately just, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I left because it was a double whammy of sickness and not being able to really walk or sit or bruised, anything. Severely bruised tailbone. Yeah. yeah, not broken or anything, but like a definite contusion on my tailbone. And then, if I remember hearing correctly, you guys. Yeah, I up- want Dylan to ca- take this one because this was <laughs> this got me good. <laughs> remember that? You remember? You guys made something up about why I wasn't there. So no, Dylan, okay, I'll I'll jump in. Refresh Dylan, my memory, my Yeah, memory so listen. I believe it was first period PE. So the first yeah. thing, like as first soon thing as in the we, morning. Yeah, exactly. First thing as soon as school starts, we're like all crowded around and I see Jake not there. And I was just like, oh no, like fuck, like <laughs> what's going and then and then Dylan, you like come up to me just like stone faced. You're like, Jake's in surgery. <laughs> and I was like, What? <laughs> I was so shocked, and I like was quivering. I was just like, "Oh fuck, dude! Like that guy seemed cool. I just, I didn't, I, I just, I was fucking around. I'm sorry." Like, See, my my sense of sarcasm like has never left me. I guess, I guess, I as a freshman still had that same like dry sense of humor because I say things like that to this day and get myself in trouble. Where it's like people don't recognize that I'm just joking. Yeah, I remember hearing that once I like was finally able to come back. I don't know if it was like the next day or a couple days, but So if it was that first week then my guess is that it was it had Thursday. To be, it had to be a little bit in like yeah. I don't think it was the first week. Like we were definitely at least several weeks in. Okay. Yeah, cuz again like I thought that you were a cool enough dude and then when I like and then the basketball thing I was just like, "Oh, I've just destroyed any like I thought you were cool enough, but I didn't realize that uh, <laughs> I thought you were cool, cool enough to, to take a joke. <laughs> 
I thought you were cool enough to take my knee halfway up your ass. It was a goof, dude. It was just a goof. Dude, camera's right there. It's just a prank. It's just a prank, man. If, Get up. If anyone is listening, uh, I would just go online and just like look up what a spine looks like and just the very end of a tailbone. Imagine that last little vertebrae at the very bottom where you'd imagine poop is going to come out and th- just imagine that thing like shattered to pieces because that's exactly where <laughs> Russell found its way. One of the Mortal. things I didn't expect from the injury, well, one, I didn't expect to get hurt in the first place. Oh, I'm you know, sorry. That came out of nowhere. But <laughs> You take someone's balls during bump out, man. You're asking for trouble. You're asking to get knee in the ass. A load of hurt is coming your way. <laughs> I um obviously like you can't sit down or like in a normal chair because it's just, you know, the pain is too much or it's just a little too uncomfortable. But taking a shit is oh. it's you can't. You just any sort of like pressure, like if you try to push it all, just immediate pain. So just screaming in the bathroom, just <laughs> crying, asking my mom to come help. <laughs> oh. Not actually, but <laughs> yeah, well, that was fun. But you mentioned Kyle earlier. Yeah. And this injury actually led to me and Kyle becoming friends because. You're welcome. Hey, Russell's yeah. a real piece of shit. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I hate that kid too. It was, we had, um, biology together and in the biology teacher's class she had like a little couch you could sit on and i remember i kicked some kid out of it and i was like hey dude like i can't sit in a chair right now i'm injured and kyle sat like at the seat right next to it so that's how that friendship started and then i remember like i thought you were gonna say in like classic kyle fashion like the friend that none of us deserves like the nicest person in the world that he was gonna be like sitting on this couch and be like hey man take my seat (laughs) i saw you yeah i saw you in pe man like go for it (laughs) yeah So, and I just remembered like the rest of the year. I mean, I haven't, we haven't brought it up in a long time, but I would, I would always just bring it up just to make Russell feel You gave me so much grief, dude. (laughs) I felt like shit. And then especially like when Dylan got me for, I want to say a good, you let me feel that way for like a good five minutes of like, no, you sent this kid to the hospital, (laughs) dude. Like, uh, I, I, I I still feel bad to the day reliving it just mentally, but. He had to get ass reconstructive surgery. Well, well, I want to throw a quick side tangent at both of you because I believe, Jake, we years later, post-college, I believe, found out that we had met at Little League once once upon a time. So it was the first year of Kid Pitch. Oh, you, yeah. You, you, were the, you were the lanky olive skin pitcher. Dude, and I was couldn't, who, who had no business being on a fucking pitching <laughs> So I was I was this uh, little pudgy blonde kid, and I, I believe we both I believe how it happened. Well, I'll tell the story first. Yeah. So I remember like I was the I was a lefty hitter. So the first year of kid pitch was just misery for me. I had at one point the highest on base percentage and the lowest batting average for my team. Because <laughs> and we Billy Bean was at all of your games scouting <laughs> you out like the A's need this guy. <laughs> I was just getting places. I was just getting pegged every single game. And I had gotten one earlier in the game, and it was my next at-bat, and I was just, like, so not feeling it. Like, I was just so scared. I, like, didn't want to be there. Like, I never really loved baseball. You know, I just kind of did it. But Mm -hmm. so first pitch comes out. I see it's kind of like a lob, and so I just shove my arm out, let the ball hit me. I'm just like, okay. And then the ump kind of looks at me, and then he's like, Dude, no, you can't. You can't do that. Like, you can't intentionally get hit by a pitch. But it's gonna happen eventually. I know. That I, like, I looked at him and I was just like, "Really? Like, you just saw me get hit last time? Whatever." Next pitch comes and it like is coming at my foot, and instead of avoiding it, I just kind of like 
barely, you know, scooched my foot into it a little bit more. But yeah, I just let it hit me. That was the, that was it. But years later, again, after college, Jake is telling this story about like you were having a bad pitching day or something. I, and, like, it was, I think it was probably the first time that I ever pitched during a game and I managed to hit every fucking batter on the team. <laughs> I was up there. I was, I was miserable, dude. I was having the worst fucking game ever. I just wanted to get out of there and I kept hitting everybody. And I remember talking about, like, yeah, some kid saw a ball coming at him and, like, tried to catch it. And then the ump was like, you got to try to move. And then the <laughs> next pitch, I just hit him, hit you in the side or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then longest we connected, we connected those dots of just like, oh, shit. Like, I was that kid. You were that kid. Like, it was just this small, like, small world moment. Yeah. I but thought yeah, you I were going to say, like, at the end of the day. We were even after I need Jake's I was literally going that back ball to that, that I took in the ankle. Man, the swelling was just so severe. Um, you know, Jake, even though, even though he was hitting every batter, he wasn't taking anything off. I mean, he was really peppering it in there. <laughs> I was putting everything I had in there. Threw it on a rope at me, dude. Yeah. Yeah, what a no. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, take me back. I hated that team, too. That was like fall ball as well. It wasn't even actual baseball season. And our coach was just this guy who was like one of those really intense dudes who took it way too seriously. Yep. So. Oh, come on. <laughs> Jake, Love one it. more little tangent. Yeah. And I suppose, Dylan, you'll get a kick out of this just given your baseball awareness and knowledge, and especially now since you're dealing with kids. Uh, I, I was, I was, I like jumped into a pitching position one time because I was just like, you know what? Like, I got to give it a go. I got to give it a go. And then, like, I, I was gotta just gotta go. I got. I coach, have to try. You gotta it. let me put me in, coach. Ready to play. So I like. I'm just dying out there. Like I'm throwing ball after ball. Like not even it's near the like strike zone. Take out here. <laughs> I literally and co- like my coach after I had let in three runs acknowledges it and sees me just like in pain <laughs> out there, just miserable. And then he like kind of like hey, you know, like takes the time, comes and runs over to me, and he's like, Russell, like it's up to you, man. Like. I can take you out if you want, but if you want to just keep pitching, like you I can got take a lot out, of money riding on this. You, <laughs> you can take out this inning for us. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to man up. I'm going to do this. And then the five run mercy rule came in like 20 minutes later. <laughs> Let just, you off the hook. Yeah, dude, oh, it was bad for a while. I don't think that team liked me very much. They just like get him off the fucking mound. Like it's the parents yeah. that hated them. Yeah. So. <laughs> This My little insane. Billy would have won that game. God damn it. We brought scouts out. He was going to go places. <laughs> but now that this 12-year-old's baseball game has been ruined, <laughs> we need to throw a th- shit fit and write a note yeah. to the league. Well, speaking of sports Ooh. and the world of sports, the broad world of sports as a whole, maybe not just your typical sports you think of. Ooh. One of the reasons... That Russell is here today. Not only is he an old and dear friend, but he's uh, he's got a case to make for himself. Um, I Russell do. is a well-known beer die advocate. I uh, would go as far as an enthusiast. Enthusiast, I would, I would... semi-professional. Yeah, um, yeah, you could call. It. I mean, went... I mean, I've been reposted on Die's Life twice, so like nice. I don't want to toot my own horn. But, nice. You know. Went nice. went to um, I went to college. Um, in an area that's known as being a second-rate dye school oh. to Cal Poly, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we'll, but, we'll take that one. I think. Uh, I think our year. <laughs> that being said, Russell's here to convince us and our listeners and the world as a whole as to as to why we should all love beer dye, why it is a sport, 
and why it is one of the greatest games ever made, not just for drinking, but as a whole. I even have in my notes right here, I didn't take many notes for my Dia's life, but <laughs> I would I would correct that just to one degree. Beer okay. Dia is the best sport, but, you know, Dia's life, you know? Like, there's no way. <laughs> so the saying goes. It's just a lifestyle, you know? So, um... Real quick, sorry, I was just getting a phone call, which was making me freeze for a split second. But I, I did want to add, mm. just to uh, enhance Russell's, uh, what is this, pathos, ethos, I've made this just cement in stone that Russell's fucking incredible at die because oh, my thank you. birthday of this year, we went over to your place and had a little like die tournament or something. I mean, you, you ran the table the entire time, but I left that. I remember Darren saying something along the lines of like, he basically said that Russell just invited us all over to watch him play beer die. <laughs> and I, I told him, I said, you know, Malcolm Gladwell's 30,000 hours or 100, that whatever it is, 10,000 10, hours. Yeah. That's exactly what I witnessed. Like all these hours that you have put into beer die, like, you you did not as as you drank more and more your your hands everything else that like you know becomes the the fatal flaw of every other player they just never left you it was just everything was way too easy it takes the time man you got to put it blowing. in <laughs> well i appreciate that dylan jacob has actually given me a good amount of shit with like the amount of the amount how much you love this game and the amount of time you spend you should be better and <laughs> oh, i, I mean, think you're incredible from uh, what i saw uh, thank you. I, I do Maybe it was just a home that. field advantage that day. Yeah, yeah, the stadium head. conditions. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, I, mean, I went. I as mean, far... Russell, I'll kick your candy ass down the block any day of the week. But we'll see. Maybe you got to get you know. another knee up yet to, to teach you. <laughs> Put you in your yeah. fucking place. <laughs> see how well you could toss that. No, no, no. So I went as far as to say I think die is beyond the best drinking game. I think it's just the best way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Okay. If well, you, if you, I would also really quick before this continues, yeah, Dylan please. and I are going to be taking the stance that die is stupid and it's pointless, oh, wow. and it has no place in drinking games or any physical activity. And so, okay. what we're looking for here, Russell, is is for you to change that for us, bring us bring us around full circle, and okay. Being okay, people who do think that die is in fact life. So I'll try to I'll try to I'll try to empathize with you a little bit or this perspective a little bit. So. Say it's a hot summer day, you know, okay. do you want to be, do say. you want to be, I'm closing yeah, my eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it is a fucking hot fall day. I don't even know. I can picture but, it's um, a hot summer night right now. It's 95. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, so imagine, imagine you're all ready to get a cold beer up yet. You know, you got a group of buddies around, you know, you're sitting around, you're like bored. You're like, all right, it's five o'clock somewhere. Just hit noon. Time to start day drinking. You know, best way to do it is get the boys active, get the boys electric. And, you know, you play some Creedence Clearwater Revival, you throw some Led Zeppelin on, and you just toss some cubes. Like, there's there's no better way. Say you want to pregame a party that's going to happen later. You okay. can be, do that via Beard Eye. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll go as far as to go, like, or as far as to say, like, okay, so say you want to play beer pong. Same amount of contenders, far less electric. Okay. And I don't... Russell, there, I mean, I can. Could I just use any cube that I find? No. Oh my God, no! That's sacrilege. Oh, God. So, so there is. <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point. There is a regulation pop level that needs to be met with any cube that you use. Really. And ta- table as well. There's no real way to measure it, but you know when you know. Yeah. I it's, just hope listeners insane. that have had a bad, just like. Thought they were horrible at beer die. Now can go back and be like, well, there's fucking hope because the pop level was never tested on the yeah, die. That I yeah, yeah, you never so. tested the pop. So, so 
the regulation that I use and the best, in my opinion, is a bicycle. But not a first-gen bicycle, not a third-gen bicycle, but a second-generation bicycle. Holy there are shit. differences. Right. I saw the You're manufacturing. You're blowing my mind. You're blowing my damn mind right now. Different manufacturing plants that bicycle used because of the density of the plastic is cheaper to make with like whatever generation. And second-gen bicycle is by far. And there's subtle differences on the print of bicycle that you can tell. And they're hard to come by now. I have to search eBay. I, I like even going on Amazon. It's hard to tell if it's going to be a first or second gen or second or third gen. But all I'm picturing right now is the scene from American Psycho where they're all comparing business cards, and Russell <laughs> is Patrick Bateman, just like let's see Paul Allen's die, huh? <laughs> the subtle off-white coloring, the raised print, the pop, <laughs> the pop. That's that's the only metric. Here's so die is here's a little pushback, real quick. You said. Yep. Perfect for before a night out. What about those that always have the saying of beer before liquor, never been sicker? Okay, so I'll counter that with beer before liquor, get drunker quicker. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I now know yeah, where you shut, stand. Shut your right down on that one, didn't <laughs> Russell, if I was to chug 12 ounces of vodka versus a, a single <laughs> can of beer, wouldn't I then get drunker quicker? That is true. That is true. This is only in relation to the... Beer, then vodka, or vodka, then beer. So if you do a spirit and then a beer, that's oftentimes the best way to build up for a night. Okay. But if you're a seasoned veteran, (laughs) if you're a seasoned veteran, like I consider myself, you know that you drink your beers and then like you have that one hour window where I get dirty playing die. So I got to shower off, got to get some nice new clothes on for the night out. And then like in that time, I have the little cool down period necessary so then I can do like, oh, Ubers are coming. Let's rip two shots and then go back to beer. Okay. Could you also, I mean, I don't know if this is helping your case more or not. You could also have a Ooh. shower beer. You know, Dude, uh, it's hard that. not to. It's hard not to. A beer in the shower. That's the power. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Shower and beer. In the clear. You'll hear me saying, I'm here. <laughs> in the shower with my beer. I think it works. Yeah, someone yeah. knocks on the door. I'm here. Yep. Oh, nope. <laughs> Russ is no, drinking Russell, a beer in the shower. Then the two shots, the Uber arrives, and then at what point do we soil our pants? Because that's just <laughs> the inevitable. You and I are both both casual yep. wetters of pants. Yep. I am a I'm a serial couch pisser. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that I've graduated beyond that now. But, you know, it, it it happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. And I will say, maybe to your guys' point, that I think the quantity of beer is often what does it for me. So I feel like... you're just full of so many fluids. Exactly, exactly. You just gotta, gotta release. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess there's no real, there's no real tell. I try to, try to moderate myself and the best way to go is just mm. not pass out on the couch, but commit to going to sleep on the couch. And mm-hmm. in that yeah. commitment to the sleep, you know, you go to a bathroom beforehand and piss. But mm-hmm. yeah, apologies to the boys at the Nut Hut, but... Now, and Kyle in particular. <laughs> now, now, as much as enlightening as this uh, piss talk is, I think we need to get back <laughs> to the, the topic at hand, which is beard eye. And Russell, you did say that you could do it as a pregame before yeah, going out. Very much so. All I'm thinking when I hear that is, what if you're playing with unseasoned die players? And Ooh. it takes like 30 minutes to get through even a single game to eight. You know, well, what do you do? That's then? a, that's a great right. question, Jake. That's a great question. So 
what I like to do when I'm playing against inexperienced players, if there's two decent or two intermediate to advanced players and then two beginners, pretty easy. Just separate the experience levels and then have one beginner and one intermediate to advanced player on a team. Then it becomes piece of cake, you know, one team, one player carries their team. Uh, but in the event of three inexperienced players, it, I guess I'll side with you on that note is that it's just not fun. So in that regard, you know, maybe move to like a flip cup or something, maybe move to just, I don't know, shots with the boys. But for the most part in my friend group, I feel like we're all, we're all veteran enough. We all have the, you're telling me adaptability is important. Adaptability is important, but when you are dealing with at least two or more players that are familiar and comfortable with the game, yeah. it actually can sometimes result in one of my favorite personal, and I will call it a house rule because it's not widely regarded among the die community, but a shoey. Yeah. So see, I went to Australia and New Zealand once. It was, uh, it was uh, Australia then New Zealand. So I'm both allowed to say the word cunt freely. So I hope everyone that's listening is cool with that. Yeah. But I also have fully subscribed to the idea that everyone needs to do more shoeys. If people are worried about their immune system, best way they're going to handle that is with the shoey. I never got COVID. I <laughs> medicated with shoeys so, left and right. As as someone as someone who currently is sick as a result of my my recent travels, which we'll get into later, you're telling me all I have to do is drink beer off of my sandal and or shoe. So, so yes, sandals are acceptable and drinking them off it more like a luge yeah, is like luge in it. lieu of, uh, a proper shoey. So we used to have an old stinky cowboy boot made out of leather that was in our backyard. That was a designated shoey shoe. Mm. And anytime someone would self sink, that was like their destiny unless they really put up a fuss. Mm. And then we would give them the sandal because, you know, rules are rules, mm. but for the most part, I was fortunate enough to never have to drink out of that one. I think Blake voluntarily did a shoey out of that one. Blake, but, that's such a Blake move. <laughs> for Blake. those who don't know, that is a Blake move. But yeah, we had a we had a shoe, or I had an old van. Like I had ripped through one one of them, so the other one was just not getting used. And I was like, okay, like I'll just keep that in the backyard. And that was our go to shoey shoe. You know, you just Russell, dump it you in. Guys should, your house should do a. Uh, like one of those TikToks where it's just the voice, like, who's most likely to do a shoey out of the, voluntarily do a shoey out of the, the boot? Blake! Oh! So everyone points at Blake. Blake there we points go. at himself. Just a beard <laughs> And then the next scene, next scene is him doing a shoey. Most likely to self-sync. Russell! <laughs> wait, no, 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 wait, wait, wait! I have a reputation. Come on, man. Guys, come on, wait. <laughs> no, but I guess, I guess to that point... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I still fully feel that Beard Eye... Uh, in other words, you guys haven't convinced me, and I want to check in on how I'm doing convincing you guys of Beard Eye being the elite athletic drinking game, as well as just way to pass a sunny day. I mean, the arrow is definitely swaying right now. Okay. It's not fully, okay. it's not fully on no, but it's... It's not quite on the yes side, either. My my concern is that it sounds like someone of my skill level being pretty piss poor. Like, I think I've the few times I've played, I've had some good days. But, Russell, last time I got to play with you, I was just like, eh, no match. And so, to, to now know that, that someone like me of my talent level is just like a major disappointment when I step up to the <laughs> table. Like, you're just like, fucking Christ, well, this game. 
So let's not, I, let's not forget that Dylan and I almost won a beard eye tournament too. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Save save his own face. You know, yeah, there we go. He's not, he's not a bad back guy. when I was good. I don't know okay. what it was that day. That day I played really well, but then it's one of those things you don't use it, you'll lose it. You know, exactly. like so. How much? So is do you believe that your catches or your tosses need some work? My tosses are usually pretty consistent. Like I can consistently okay. hit the table. That's what I'm best at. Yep. And then it's my hands. My hands are shaky. The whole, so, the whole using one hand. So I, I guess I got to get more reps. I got to get in the gym. I was start. just going to say, well, even better. So you stand, you stand on the corner. You don't have your beer there. This is just a solo drill. This is just to teach yourself to get these hands in. <laughs> so you alternate. You have your right hand. You toss it off one edge of the corner. You catch with your left and toss it, catch with your right. So you're just bouncing it off the corner to yourself, getting those reps in. Okay. And then you start to feel that hand eye just dial in. And how many how many minutes a day should someone be doing this? Well, so if you're if you're trying to compete, you know, if you're going to be at an elite level, if you're going to be in beard attorneys, then I mean, probably an hour a day for the week prior or the week build up to the tourney. I wow. think that's a good way. But as I said, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. And I don't know, Dylan. You're a long man. You can you can use that vertical girth to your advantage. Right? Yeah, team length. We uh, yeah. you can't teach length. Yeah, amen. The uh, I'm just thinking, Russell, you just hit a gold mine here. Cross training for beard eye. Have actual athletes come to work on their hand eye coordination. You know, it's, it's like a, like a baseball player, like, oh, uh, Shohei Otani, notably, like his mom plays badminton. And so, like, mm. during the off season, he'll play some badminton and says it helps with his, his, uh, <coughs> hand eye coordination. You could say, hey, Shohei, take some lessons, some beard eye lessons with me. I'm sure it will only help improve well, your so- skills on the field. So with that, I think if we're going to do cross training, I would guess my best candidate is an F1 driver. Someone that has to think quick on their feet, someone that has to get those hands exactly where they need to be in an instant. And so you can't teach length. What you can teach is explosiveness. Darren is a big proponent of explosive playing in beard eye. And I know that you guys have seen it, but when someone does a full jump off the corner all the way to the other side that would field goal the opponents, and then you wrap around the table and you snag that, best you're going to get. Best you're going to get. And that comes from explosive, active hands, active feet. As soon as you're jumping off or as soon as that die is hitting the table, your feet are moving. Whether you don't have to move them, whether they're going to go right back down where they were, but your feet are off the ground as soon as that dice leaves the table. Sounding like uh, maybe Michael Jordan would have been a pretty good beard eye player <laughs> considering his explosive abilities. I'll bet he would. I'll have to ask him next time I see him. Yeah, I was just thinking about how his his trainer was like known for counting his steps, and so just like imagining some like professional trainer back in the eighties or nineties, like being a trainer for a beard eye player and counting their steps and being like, "All right, this is what we need to replicate in the gym." Here we go. Yeah, dude. Jake, I don't know. Jake, where are you driving off to right now? I'm honestly just doing location? circles around this parking lot that I'm in. Dude, F1 driver. No, yeah. more like NASCAR. I'm taking it to heart. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm thinking of right now is what would I be doing if I was next to a wooden table and someone was tossing a die at me? Yeah, dude. You'd be snagging. I if you're thinking that, it means I've convinced you. Shit. Beard eye is not beard eye is not a game, it's a way of life. It's seeping into my, my everyday thoughts. I can't <laughs> I can't seem to get away from it. You see a piece of modern art in the shape of a cube, you're like, dude. I could huck that. I, I could huck, huck that. that. I could catch that. <laughs> I could catch that. 
It's like UFC guys that are really into UFC, and they just start like sizing everybody that they walk, sizing everyone <laughs> that they walk by. Like, how would I take this person down? If I could just get him to the floor, I'm really good on the floor. <laughs> yeah, dude. Same thing goes for me. Every time I just meet a new person in life, I just think like, "Yo, do you think that person could toss?" And then odds are, eh, maybe. Maybe I know that's I know that's not a bit. <laughs> I know you're serious. <laughs> yeah, like I haven't seen my sister in a while, but man, she I, there's no shot she can toss. I don't even want to. Dude, she tosses low. Like, why even retain that relationship? <laughs> it's over. Smell like sis. Dude, I uh, when I when I just went, when I went up to Portland a few weeks ago, uh, back towards the end of August, had a beer diet tournament. Had a day. It's pretty fun. Yeah, dude. Oh, I also, since you mentioned a location, it brought Whoa. me back to, yeah, a location brought me back to the place where I went to school was in Santa Barbara. And so that is very close to Slow, where Jake, you attended university. Santa Barbara, where the streets smell like piss, thrown away <laughs> dreams, and you get chlamydia just by walking around. Actually, yeah, no. Also- Actually, let me, let me correct that. I love Vista. <laughs> yeah that that's a little more fitting but also your walk to the beach where you want to get to the ocean and slow you gotta load up the truck you gotta you gotta yeah you gotta make a like day of it 10 15 minutes 20 <laughs> 20 30 to a good spot but i'll give it to you i'll give yeah, it to you probably 20 you guys <laughs> you guys in your school spirit well hell yeah i did hope i've have, done a good enough job did you have something you was, did you have something to say about SB, uh, oh yeah, off, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. No, I guess I was just saying in the Dias Life leaderboards, Santa Barbara and Slow have alternated the top two positions for year after year. Yep, there is something to that. And for all you Boulder people, all you U of A people, you know, like I get it. You guys want to compete with us, but you know, like it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Bama versus Pop Warner. You know, like we're we're in that we're in that category. We're in that realm, and you know, just. Step your game up, dude. It's it's pretty scary how instilled in you it gets. You know, I could I could not toss for a solid like two or three months, and then once I second I get next to a table again, I'm at home and yeah, yeah. And you know, give me give me a give me a game to warm up, and uh, I'll go toe to toe with the best. Yeah, dude. It's like so. I I will say as much as if you don't use it, you'll lose it. I think that goes more for the catching tosses. I've seen Jake walk thirty paces back. Three to the right looks like a looks like a kickoff from the NFL, and then somehow sits it three inches from my cup. So props love, to you, man. I love the far toss. Yeah, it works. It works. You know, the East Coast I think was late to the game when yes. it comes yeah. to beer diet. Apparently, now it's in because I saw a video of if you go and look up Penn State campus tour. There's like a 4K walking tour <clears throat> video that was uploaded within like a year ago. And I saw one of the on-campus frats, the whoever is just walking with a camera to post this video on YouTube, then ends up going across or passing this uh, this frat in which they were enjoying a nice sunny day playing beer die. And I thought to myself, where was that when I was there? <laughs> I remember I remember telling people about beer die, and they're like, never heard of her. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, is there enough again. sunny days out east? I feel like I think that's a big a big thing, and and yes. no one really stays for summer school either. So yeah, Southern and Central California, you just get. 50%, probably 80% of your time where it's like die conditions, you know? Like, Duh. exactly. We had, we had a rainstorm once that we like just decided to play through because it's like, oh, dude, it's a Saturday. We're going to toss cubes. It's going to yeah. be fine. 
And let me tell you, I'm a big proponent of playing through your conditions. Play through, play through the elements, but yeah, holy shit, is it just way more pleasant when it's like a nice sunny day, you're getting your bronze on, and, tossing uh, those cubes. I also, I gotta say, man, you play in a rainstorm, you're gonna lose a guy or two when you're playing. They're good, <laughs> someone is gonna get hit by lightning, but that's the, <laughs> the beauty of the game, man. You just gotta push Worth through. It. Yeah, and you know what? God takes out the weak anyways, so. It's a know, necessary it their, sacrifice. It was their time. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, died doing what he loved. No, what's the, the harm in that? No better way to go. Death of a warrior <laughs> sent him off to Valhalla after he after he hucked his last hoss. Valhalla, yeah, yeah. You said that super white. I mean, I know that you have some Nordic blood in you, right? Aren't you like you, you want Valhalla? <laughs> he died and went to heaven for the Vikings. That's much better than what I wanted. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he died at Warrior's death. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, hell yeah. Did the well, monkey my... dance good enough for you? <laughs> huh? Did the monkey dance good enough for you guys? I know you love beard eye. You guys are just giving me a, you know me what, Russell? a hard time. I win, Russell. I wanted so hard to come out of this sticking to my, my guns that I made up for myself, but I just can't, you know? Ah, Your yeah, love dude. of the game is yes, too infectious. Yes. And dude, thank you. Thank you. Gotta hand it to you. That was, uh, you, I'm sold. Dude, I'm all about spreading the stoke, and if I can spread the stoke to any more guys on die, shit, yeah, dude. So be it, see, man. You know, see you on the grass, bro. Do you do you foresee there being a day where you like wake up and you're like, I don't want to play die anymore, and like, I think I'm done with this game. I don't. I don't ever foresee I'm done with it because even when I'm like 50, like I want to be like tossing with my son. You know, like that's. I have like for a, sure had conversations with Russell where I can remember him saying like, "I'll never not toss." Yeah, yeah, there's not, there's not. I will have to be physically incapable. (laughs) Yeah. And then I'll just go to Snapper. And I'll just be sitting. (laughs) Snapper in the wheelchair, dude. Yeah, dude. No, um, Austin actually, like, he was telling me early on in his, like, nine to five, he was, like, coming, coming home on a Friday and he was just feeling like the, like, okay, it's a Friday, like, pre daylight savings time. We got a few hours of sunlight ahead, you know, like, I really hope Russell's going to be down to toss. And then, like, as he's getting from his car to our house, a mere, like, 20 steps, I call him, and he answers, and he's like, oh, hey. I'm like, yo, God, are you ready to hug some fucking cubes? And he said it was just, like, a great memory of his, and, like, that happened maybe an hour ago, and I was just like, oh, like, just me. So, I guess to answer your question, Dylan, I don't think I'll ever lose that love of die. I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna die with me. Ha! <laughs> oh, die! Oh, ho, ho! And make it's sure so that ingrained. Dies bicycle generation too. Amen. Damn the man. only other acceptable one you can go with the other bicycle gens. Die is life. Puts out some glow in the dark. Die. Heard they. Ha- I've heard decent things. Haven't played with them myself, but <laughs> that way you can get the game post daylight savings time, and you know, enjoy tosses all night long. Russell, I can picture you starting a YouTube channel. You know, die centered, but when you just have your like weekly die reviews. Yeah, we're cracking open the uh, Die of Life Glow in the Dark Cubes this week. <laughs> Giving them an eight and a half for Pop. And uh, Pop was there, but you know, like something with the electric rotations off the bounce just wasn't wasn't quite stoking me. It was me. lacking. It was lacking. Yeah. <laughs> well, hell yeah. I'm glad I could convince you guys because Die is the best. Best way to spend a Saturday, best way to drink best way to get started for drinking yeah i will say there's nothing there's nothing quite like you know taking a day to just do some tossing 
if you find yourself lucky enough to have brought yourself a die table to the beach and there's oh, no yeah. wind, oh, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, you're gonna have a fucking time. Yeah, that's yeah. a day. That's a good day to have a good day. Yeah. Key. I'd say one of the keys is yeah. Saturday, no responsibilities, and then you have Sunday to recoup. So Sundays and Mondays are my day off. So the house is like <laughs> just because I'm a pretty much the largest proponent of beard eye in the house. And oftentimes my roommates have Mondays off as well. So it seems to be Sunday is just our, like, if we go hard in the paint through the weekend, then like Sunday is just a great day to kind of like casually drink, you know, like get a little bit of a day buzz going and then you sober up by sunset and then it's yeah, just like, yeah, hair, hair of the dog there, fellas. Yeah. Shampooing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep. Makes those weekends come and go a whole lot quicker, but you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Well said. Thanks. Shall we uh, get into some segments? Yeah, we, 45 minutes. Shall we take it away? You know, I, I did see that 30-minute mark hit, and I was like, I'm not going to just derail this fantastic <laughs> conversation. Thank you. I appreciate you guys letting me go off. Go off, queen. Go, yeah. Yes, king. Yes! Uh, all right. Russell, you've been, listening, you've been listening to the show, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've been catching up quite a bit. So you know Weekly Gripe and Weekly Hype, you know Cosas yep. Nuevas, and you know Furticulture. Absolutely. Got my notes. Wow. He comes yeah. prepared. Yeah, dude. Wow. Guy, I'm ready for it. This guy comes prepared. So, I'm ready uh, for it. You want to start us off for us? A little weekly that would be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so so I, I'm, a, I'm a good news kind of guy, so I'll start with my hype. It also right. ties into my gripe, so I think that'll just oh, be better. The, the smile on my face, uh, <laughs> uh, the guest that is prepared and brings notes and, and, and is like, I'm a upbeat, positive guy. I'm going to hype first between the two options of this wonderful segment. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm glad you appreciate my preparedness. I was a little nervous, not going to lie, but you know, I love you fucking dudes and love chatting with you, shooting the shit anyway, so hey, I'll start with my hype. A lot of pressure riding on this dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so I'll get my hype started. So I recently just did a trip down to Baja. It was a buddies of mine birthday. Seth, I know that you guys have probably loosely met him. He's a space case surfer dude, Seth. just a good buddy of mine. Yeah, he's uh, he just recently started dating Isabella, who I know you guys know. Perfect. But um, yeah, Bold so it's show. a yeah, so it's a nice little tie-in. Yeah, Isabella. Yeah. So uh, my girlfriend Isabella, Seth, and I all did a little weekend trip down to Baja last weekend. Just to kind of celebrate his birthday, but also just like, you know, fucking Baja may as well. There was some swell that we hit, timed out perfectly. So Darren would kill me, so I'm not going to really reveal the name. But a spot that we've coined in our friend group called Sharkfin was a solo session with Seth and I. And it was just gorgeous. It was just gorgeous. I had to get on my hands and knees begging Darren on FaceTime just to please give me the coordinates of this spot. Because he's the five caster of the crew, but... Yeah, so we made it down to Baja, got that surf to ourselves. That just hit so nice. And yeah, and then also on that same Baja trip, we did a slip and fly adventure, which for those who aren't familiar, is a janky water park in Tijuana. I recommend going there only for the sake of their one best, most famously known feature of the slip and fly. It's just around like 40 foot water slide straight down into like a good jump with a big pool to land in. And I like iced out my, I call them a dead man backflip, but you know, you really got to like leave your arms at your side, kind of limp body, but then just like 
flat rotation, and I iced out that backflip a couple of times. I was feeling so confident, and it leads into my gripe Oof, that I went for <laughs> I went for a double backflip. You went for the double iced out dead man. No, I didn't try to dead man this one. I I, I sent the footage to Jimmy and Darren because they're both flippers themselves. But uh, yeah, I went for I went for a tucked double backflip, and. My first one, my first few, I was just kind of like bitching out. I would get my first rotation and then like just kind of do the windmill to slow myself down. I just wasn't really gutsy enough. And then Ricky Ricardo, the guy up up top at the slide, was just really hyping me up. He's like, no, dude, you, you can do this. You have the you have the height. You have it. You got this. And I was like, OK. So I, I go full torque, you know, balls to the wall. I'm going down this slide as fast as I can. And I tuck as tight as I can. I try to rotate. And as Jimmy describes, he's like, dude, you were so tucked, but you rotated so slow. So I made it first backflip clean, second backflip. As I was opening up the untuck, I just belly flopped so hard. I was, I was like one and three quarters of a rotation. And that, that flop left me bruised. And I'm convinced I have a bruised, if not broken rib. I've broken ribs in the past and it felt pretty similar to that. I, I had to just kind of like shake it off and just try again. And the next attempt, I was just like, I was just like, no, I, I'm not, I can't do this. Cause I knew if I stopped after that first one, I would be like dissatisfied. I would be like, I'm a bitch. Like I can't, like, I can't stop now. Like I'm so close. Don't I let did the one fear more. of breaking a second rib keep you from <laughs> doing the double flip. Yeah, right. Wayne Gretzky, right? Uh, yeah. You miss, you miss every flip you don't do. <laughs> Yeah, I made I made one more attempt at the double and then just windmilled out of it and then got a pretty sick clip of the single rotation again with Seth on one side and then my homie Daniel, who spoke very little English, but was a sick little dude down in Mexico. And because there's three slides all side by side, the two side ones are like mid height and the center one goes high. So, yeah, though it was a gripe, you know, I'm still I feel better now. Uh, the bruises are going away slowly but surely. But, you know. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Hmm. Oh, wait, little, sorry. Little one did more... you know that Ricky Ricardo was a plant from me from the past and <laughs> wanted you to bruise yourself and experience <laughs> some of the pain that I did back in the day. Damn. He executed it well. That's supposed to be a long yeah. con for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for this. <laughs> one more gripe of the of that kind of ties in as well was that Double gripe. My car made it. Yeah, double gripe. I know. I'm, I'm spreading stoke, but you this know, gotta get this was, off my chest. He said he was positive, <laughs> and yet he's coming on with a double gripe. So, so though my though my car, my forerunner, made it all the way 300 plus miles through Baja, up and back, not a problem there. Five hours across the borderline, slight gripe, but I'll just slide that right in. As soon as I got back, I noticed it was idling poorly. So now it's in the shop. I'm getting new brakes as well as my radiator appears to be leaking, according uh, to my boy. That's good. So, yeah, I'm in my sister's Nissan Murano. So mm. it works. It gets me there. But nice car. nothing like a Toyota. <laughs> nothing like a Yoder. Yeah. Uh, I'll take I'm going to I'm going to go gripe first. I'm going to go gripe because I'm looking at Russell and Russell is shirtless in his garage right now. <laughs> As that is his way, as he drinks a nice cold beer. What are you sipping on, way. Russell? What are you sipping on? I'm sipping on a Swami's IPA. Classic. I see it. I just had pre-podcast. I had it doubled up with the koozies just to keep it extra cold. 
It is and that hot. is how Russell is choosing to beat the heat, folks. It is hot as balls. It's been hot all <laughs> week. It fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I think Alex mentioned it on that, like, little roommate quiz that we did, that nothing pisses me off more than when my sleep is impacted. And, like, being so hot and, like, waking up hot in the morning. And uh, I think for the most part, I drew the line in the sand when I woke up. Uh, after getting probably close to eight hours of sleep and my eyes were just like so sore throughout the day, like, like sore and just like felt like I didn't get any sleep. So, uh, Jake, I know I'm preaching to the choir. Like I, I probably sound like a little baby back bitch compared to <laughs> the lack of sleep that you got this past week, but oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll feel, I'll be sure to talk about it. So that's my gripe is just how hot it is. It's really hot. This heat wave in San Diego, but my, my hype is that uh, college football and football, well, NFL Ooh. football will be back this week. Uh, when you're listening to this on Thursday, I'm assuming, uh, maybe you'll be tuning in to some NFL football. But uh, just having college football back, having uh, Penn State win their game, their first game of the season, I had said, I think had they lost, that would have been my gripe. Is like, fuck, college football's back, and <laughs> I got my hopes up just for it to get ripped out from underneath <laughs> it. But, uh I'm a sucker. I'm a I'm a glutton for pain. So right now they're still in it by by being one and zero. They they are still in the picture for the playoffs. In college there football, you, you lose one game, you're fucking done. So our buddy Jacob, uh, Oregon got absolutely uh, molly whopped. Uh, Can I just say like dicked on? Dicked is that on. is that yeah? Yeah. There's a lot of ways to put it. Forty nine yeah. to three is not the the outcome you're looking for, but. So that's like a really tough way to start the season. But as I was trying to cheer him up, I think every drive I would turn to him and say, hey, you know, like down 30 or, well, I guess by the end, we'll, we'll use the example at the very end, down 46 points. I mean, this is where you find out what your team is made of. Like, <laughs> like if, they can, if they can put up some points right here, like get to generate some momentum for the rest of the season. But uh, yeah, so college football is back. That's hype. Football well, Dylan, to your hype, football. I see you. I see you rocking your Penn State gear. You you had to give Jake and I creds for our school spirit, and you're still rocking it. But may I ask, is that a cutoff sleeve sweatshirt that you're it's wearing? A, it's a cutoff sleeve sweatshirt, and I actually, <laughs> I Alex asked me when he saw me throw it on. I threw it on just to be decent for this podcast. Otherwise, I was roaming around. I didn't my give a shit. Yeah. Shirtless, but, uh, yeah, I'm sweating my ass off right now because I don't have a fan on. So uh, I yeah. digress. All right, Jake, I want to hear this. Two lovely gripes and hypes. Um, I'm going to follow it right back up with my hype. Went to New York for the first time. I got back on Sunday, and it was so much fun, dude. I did all the touristy shit. Thank you to Nick for lending us your place. It was Nick's pretty, a sick cunt. Nick's, Nick's, a, Nick's a homie, dude. I, wasn't, I was expecting to be sleeping on the floor. We had a bed to sleep in. Oh, Very clutch. And got to explore Brooklyn, got to do New York. We did like a sightseeing cruise, Empire State Building, bunch of museums, uh, went out, explored the city, had some of the best pizza of my life out there. Where'd Not you the kind you'd expect. It was, it was this like kind of thicker square cut pizza, but it was Ooh, called, it was called Chicago. Village Square. And it was, ah, it was very, uh, I gave it five out of five Italian hands being pinched and waved in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking good. And yeah, just an all-around great great experience. Central Park. Shit, shit, dude. Good food, good times, good memories, you know? 
But Hell it was yeah. it was pretty warm there too. But I'm, my um, I'm just being reminded. I'm just being reminded that I definitely, as a kid, one time at Soup Plantation, when a, one of the the guys put out a fresh tray of pizza, I gave him like a <laughs> like a chef's kiss, bon appetit. Like that guy probably like hated me, like ate me as he as he as he puts out this uh this this pizza and then immediately races to make some clam chowder and. <laughs> Do everything that's super I feel like I mean that would have that would have made my night, dude. <laughs> Some chubby eight year old. Like... That's why you work at Soup Plantation to get the kudos from the chubby chubby little eight year old. <laughs> Not knowing that you're part of like a huge problem, like just contributing to uh, to diabetes and everything yeah. else. Like, yeah. You just see know. the one chubby kid hovering in the in the baked goods section, just waiting for that yeah. fresh pie to go down. <laughs> Mouth watering, just yeah, true just, frothing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, where are your parents? Shouldn't they be stopping you from trying every single dessert that we no. have? No. They used supplementation as daycare, so they left me there two hours ago. <laughs> uh, well, to continue, my my uh, my gripe was, oh my god, dude, traveling. It was funny. I was talking to the we're, the wagon. I were talking about this, and the the trip itself, amazing. The traveling to get there and to come back, fucking annoying, dude. We so we're flying out there. We fly out of Burbank, so we don't have to go to LAX, which was a solid move. Um, yeah, drove her car down, parked there. It was like seventeen bucks a day or some shit like that. So like it wasn't. It was like eighty bucks for the whole time we went out. So not terrible. But we fly to Dallas Fort Worth. We get there and there's some rainstorms in Dallas, so it like took us a bit to land. So we were like, "Fuck, we're gonna miss our connecting flight." No worries, our connecting flight got delayed by an hour, so we were fine. But the reason it got delayed was because there were severe thunderstorms in New York, and it was literally only like only the window we were trying to land in was their severe storms. It was from like 11 oh. to 2 a.m., and we were going to land at like quarter to midnight. And so our flight gets canceled. Um, we go Ooh. to like the help desk along with fucking everyone else on our flight trying to figure out what, what our next move is going to be, and we get on to a flight to fly out to Raleigh at 10.30 p.m. We will land in Raleigh at 2.30 a.m. We will have our flight to JFK at 7.30 or whatever, no, 6 a.m., and then land at quarter to 8. My bag, since we were initially going to fly to LaGuardia, goes to LaGuardia. So I don't have a fucking bag when we land. And we go back to our friend's place, and we get there at around 9 and we fill out like a like claim form, so I'm gonna get my bag the next day, so it's fine. But I don't sleep that whole night. We take like a quick like two hour power nap, and then just go about the day. And so that trip started off with getting like zero sleep, and the rest of the trip I was telling you guys before, but I didn't get more than like maybe seven hours of sleep in the other nights. Dude, I don't know. Ass. That's why you yeah. feel sick. It all makes. And yeah, sense. and I, as a yeah. result, I am now sick. Like I have a cold. I took a COVID test and I'm in the clear, but I am driving out to Yosemite tomorrow to be there for four or five days with my dad. So Dayquil is going to be my best friend. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I don't know why, but traveling without sleep always tends to take more out of me than just like if I got a good like four hours, even like six hours of like, you know, intermittent travel sleep. You know, I get two hours at this airport, three here and then an hour in the car. That is way worse to me than like a shitty night of sleep. Otherwise, yeah. like yeah, yeah. This always the... happens to me whenever I like get like bad sleep during. If I go like a whole sleep, a whole week with 
you know, like what happened on this trip, I always get sick. So this isn't unexpected, mm-hmm. but so that was fun. But overall, quick, good trip. You mentioning your flight getting canceled. <laughs> I'm going to propose this. We're 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that like always finds it weird when shit like that happens and you go to the help desk and then they're like, uh, Mr. Erickson, uh, we can yeah. rearrange and it's like, wait, like I'm not a 16 year old boy that's flying with my parents anymore. Like yeah. I'm on my own. <laughs> Reality hits you hard. I, yeah. Like yeah. I have to arrange my new flight schedule. Like <laughs> my mom helped me buy these tickets and helped me arrange my flight, but no. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Erickson, we're going to get you on the next flight as soon as possible. Do you have a rental car as well? No, I'm actually 25 next year. I will. I will. Though. <laughs> no, 25 is when you can. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 26. 26 is no, 24. 26, 26 is when yeah. you can't be on your parents' insurance anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, dude, same thing with dentists or doctor's offices. You're like, uh, my mom scheduled this appointment for me. Like, <laughs> I'm still a piece where, of shit. Like, <laughs> where do I go? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> All right. Yeah. New things. Cosas Nuevas. Yeah, Russell, lead it off. What's I'll start it new? off. So, so this one, this one I struggled with a little bit just because I've been in a, been in a good loop recently of just like, just just take a page out of Jake's book, whatever drink you have in your hand that happens to be somewhat new, just shout it out. (laughs) As long as it's new. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, okay. So this is, this is relatively new. So I, I love going out. I love hanging with the boys. I love like going to bars and things. And this weekend and last weekend, I did not go out. So it's Whoa. not quite like a I was new about thing I was about to make a joke that you were about to say I didn't drink. No, but no, no. I'm sipping my yeah, I'm sipping my Swami's IPA. But no, I didn't go out. I I got to spend a lovely weekend of mostly die. My roommate has some buddies in town this weekend or had some buddies in town this weekend this past weekend, so we got to play a bunch of die at home. Then the weekend before, I was in Baja and even then we were expecting to like go out to some of the bars in Ensenada, you know, like go like kind of see i've been down there enough that i know some of the cool spots but yeah we just decided that we were having enough fun at the airbnb and then same thing this weekend i was just like nah like i just want to i just want to stay home and hug cubes with the boys so so not going out for two weeks in a row that's a it's fairly new to me (laughs) what a novel concept doesn't feel like doing anything (laughs) he just wants to play beer die (laughs) yeah yeah, it was good. And my wallet's definitely grateful, so that's always a good thing. Oh, dude. Spent so, spent so much money in New York. Oy. Yeah, oy, oy, oy. I buy it. Oy. All right, tell us your new thing, Jake. It's in New York. Uh, my new thing is uh, New York. So I uh, went to New York. Oh, yeah. I uh, haven't been there wait, before. Wait, wait. You went to New York? Okay. I had had a great time. How'd um, the traveling go? Traveling was, uh, <laughs> you know, it was hit or miss. It could have been better. But New York, very cool, dude. Um, like I said, first time being there, so you know, did a lot of the touristy stuff. Did this like sightseeing cruise around Manhattan. I love your I Heart New York shirt that you're wearing as well. Yeah, I'm wearing. <laughs> I am definitely wearing an I Heart New York shirt right now. I have my New York hat. Um, what else did I do? Empire State Building. Uh, got some pizza. It was really good pizza. What did you think of Lady Liberty? Um, she is uh, a, a tempting little uh, minx, I must say, dude. I saw her from afar, and you know, I just wanted to get closer. I wish, I wish I had uh, taken the tour of the island, but you could have gotten out dinner. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, so she was just a tease from afar. But other than that, got on you know, top. It's a great time. I saw, I saw our buddy Jason King. 
spent oh the, i love that dude spent some Shit time yeah. out there with him saw wicked um i almost asked if you did anything on broadway Fuck yeah you, yeah i saw wicked it was wicked Oh, wicked sick, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, New York, man. New place. Fun time. And had a great time. You know, shout out to Nick for hosting us. Um, I thought I was going to be sleeping on the floor, but I uh, had a bed, so that was cool. And, you know, just checked out Brooklyn. Was on the subway. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Nick the sick hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> pretty. Hell yeah. yeah All right, Dylan. Cool. All right, so to beat the heat, I finally had my day of reckoning, right, where I woke up and my eyes were just like, for eight hours of sleep, I felt like I didn't get any. And I was like, all right, I've got this AC unit in the corner of my room. It's like one of those portable AC units that I'd gotten from my sister. I had used it maybe a little bit last summer, but then eventually that thing sucks up so much power and like uses so much energy that I think it just would like, it would just fry the, uh, the outlet. Like all of a sudden, like the power in our apartment would go out. And I was just like, all right, well, not worth using it, especially as it gets cooler. So finally decided to dust it off. And it's just like a bitch to set up, but got it set up in the corner. I had to move it. It's in my recording space. So I'll have to set it back up here uh, as soon as we're done recording. But man, it uh, this little portable AC unit. Let's see. Let's, let's see. Who's the manufacturer? I'm dying to know. And uh, what, what if any Star Wars character would you describe it looks like? Yeah, so that was my Honey- next question. It's made by Honeywell, and it looks like R2-D2. Okay, shit, yeah. Oh, that model? <laughs> yeah, oh. Dylan, Dylan, that's a chump move, right? That thing sucks up power like no other. It's going to fry your fucking outlet, dude. You're, it's a total, dude, the, total bozo. The Honeywell C-3PO model is so much better. So much he better, walks dude. over to you, blasts you in the face, dude. Everyone knows. <laughs> it speaks over 5,000 languages, Dylan. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just happy. I'm happy to have it. I basically set it to like try to get my room like it's it's eye opening. Like I'll set it up and it'll it'll spit out what the temperature is and it'll say like 81 degrees. I'm like Jesus Christ. And, and so it's like I'll set it to try to get down to 67. So it's just spitting out cold air all throughout the night. And by the time I wake up, it'll be like 72. Apparently 72 in my room. But like I'm just getting blasted by this cold air. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I mean, can't speak highly enough. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, yeah talk to me when you live in a garage and it's 102 garage. in your room. Yeah. yeah. Russell's, I don't know if it's actually Russell's garage room does have a scent to it, I did notice. Russell's yeah, yeah, it's it's musty. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get used to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Nose blind within two minutes, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, last but not least. Little Russell, fur, you know what uh, fur to culture is. Fruiticulture. I do know what that is. Hell yeah. Well-versed. So uh, two movies that I highly, highly, highly recommend, and I hope that you guys have dose. seen this first one. Oh, dude, I got three. Two movies Whoa. to start. Yeah. So first things first, everything, everywhere, all at once. Still haven't seen it. Dude, truly one of the best movies I've seen Like <sighs> to I've date. Heard, like it, it hit me deep on many levels, and I've like read some of the reviews of it, and it's like, everyone seems to take like different perspectives on like what it meant to them, which I think is just like a beautiful thing of art, you know, like when it does mean different things to different people, but Mm -hmm. almost all of them positive. A few people have left some jaded things about like how it's like a whatever you got to see it highly cannot recommend highly enough. Another one. This one's a little wacky. Uh, Uh, It's called R. Yeah. Yeah. Uh It's called R R R and it's not about seals. It is. <laughs> I thought it was I about seals. 
<laughs> Definitely didn't plan that joke at all. I, I haven't said that six other times. In parentheses <laughs> beneath what he wrote down on the sheet of paper. Remember, it's not that too. But uh, it's actually a Bollywood movie. Ah. So it's like, and it's it's really, really good. I like, it, my girlfriend was looking up movies because we loved everything everywhere all at once so much. She was like trying to find movies that were kind of similar. She ended up just finding some like ranked list and like this one dude on the internet said that this movie was better than that movie. And I beg to differ with that guy just because everything everywhere all at once truly is like one of my top 10 movies of all time. Mm-hmm. But RRR hit hard and I've never gotten the fucking corny Bollywood before. But like that, that hit really, that was a good movie. That was a truly good movie. It's a, it's a three plus hour movie though. So strap oh in. God. Yeah. I broke it down into two goes, but okay. it's, and you said you watched it with the the significant other. Yeah, so with the wag. You liked it. Did she like it? She liked it a lot. She nice. liked it a lot. Lady friendly. I know you guys are striving for that on the pod. So, <laughs> lady friendly. <laughs> I just love when you said we were looking for something to watch, and like I just thought, you know, like like we. Oh, you said we really enjoyed the first movie, and so therefore yeah. we made the decision to, <laughs> to watch RRR. As just to, to make sure that everyone wasn't sitting there thinking like Russell got dragged into this one. <laughs> no, she she came up with it. I asked her to pick the movie. I tend to bogart the the remote when we're looking for a movie. So I was like, no, you pick the movie. I want you to decide. And she oh, picked come the on. Surf's up one more time. That <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how real that is, though. That's like a conversation I have every like two weeks. Like, come on, it's it's fine. It's been long enough. Uh, her dad actually walked in partway through the movie and we were down in the living room, everything all good, but, but he ended up loving it too. We were all just like sitting there on the couch, like laughing so our asses off. truly and, did love the movie. <laughs> I oh. can say from a, from a boomer, a female and a male, we all liked it. So yeah. It crosses yeah. all generational boundaries. Hell yeah. Damn and then, uh, sorry, last one of free to culture. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm dragging Lots on. Lots of culture. Uh, it's called New Gold. It's a song out by Gorillaz and Tame Impala with a Booty Brown. I've never heard of that artist before. I really liked it. And they have a new album or excuse me, a new. Yeah, it's a new album. New album dropping soon with Tame Impala and Gorillaz. Gorillaz, excuse Gorillaz. me. Gorillaz. <laughs> but I'm very much looking forward to that. I will say this first song didn't strike me as much as I would have liked it to. It sounded like Tame Impala was just like, yeah, like you throw your audio into my song, and I was just like, or you you throw your lyrics into my song, which like Where I do is love the Tame Impala. Collaboration, fellas, play nice. It, thank you, thank you. It's exactly my thought. I was like, Tame, you just took the reins on this one. Like you gotta you gotta let gorillas get their groove on. I yeah. I need to go listen. I just saw Anthony Fantano said, I'm not a fan. I think I just uh, wow. It was it was just too tame for me, like not tame as in like lame tame, but like too tame Impala esque. And I was expecting a little bit more influence from the gorillas. Yeah, where's the collaboration at? Couldn't have said it better. Thank you, Jake. I see Guggenheim. Dylan, can you not give spoilers? To sorry, sorry, sorry. Fucking... Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, that was my that was my furniture. So I don't know who wants Russell, to Russell, nice around. job. Nice job. Thank yeah. you. Thank Actually, I, Russell, I was about to make mine that song, so I'm really glad I didn't because there we go. Russell really took the limelight uh, with his. No, 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 no! It's your show. I'm just pleased. <laughs> Have me back dude. on, guys. <laughs> this is my show. 
Um, I, I liked it though. I liked it a lot. I think it's a really you good speak song. With so spoken to Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm excited for the album to come out for sure. My Furticulture is the Guggenheim, and Ooh. the Guggenheim for those of you uncultured swine. It's uh, it's just it's this art museum out in New York. A place that I went to for the first time. I don't know if I told you guys about that. <laughs> Pretty fun time. Did a lot of cool stuff. What did I do? What did I, I did a sightseeing cruise. That was fun. <laughs> went uh, went to the Empire State Building. I uh, got some really good pizza. Like Central Park. That was really fun. New York Slice, right? Definitely I got some really square. good. Uh, yeah, the, the 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 Village Square pizza. Thank oh. you, Nick, for letting me stay. And then one of the really cool museums we went to was the Guggenheim, baby. I was so stoked about this because it's, it's a place that I've always wanted to go, mostly because it's, the name of the museum is the Guggenheim, you know? That's just... Really quick, I was actually... I, I took a spitball at how you spell it because I do want to hear your guys' fruticultures and check them out. So, G-O-O-G-A-N-H-I-M-E, the Guggenheim. You, that is correct, dude. That is spot oh! on. Okay. No, it's actually not. No, you're pretty far. Damn off. it! <laughs> it's. I'm now realizing that Russell is not in the uh, the the Google Doc, so yeah, he can't. That's see. okay. Cannot. It's uh, I'm not for the culture. It's spelled G U G G E N H E I M. See Guggenheim. Okay. It's a yeah. really cool. The building itself is really cool. It's like this big spiral, and the whole museum, or at least the part we went into, because I think there's more areas. But you literally are just walking up this um, huge. It's not like a staircase, but it's just this big spiral. And like as you're walking up on the walls are just all just like paintings and stuff and really cool. I got a new phone lock screen background from one of the paintings. We stoked about it. Hell yeah. And it was a really good time. It's right next to um, uh, 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 Central Park too. So it's a nice like you can go to the museum, go chill. Very cool. Got a little splash right. of culture in my life, you know. That sounds Hell incredible. Yeah. yeah. Gotta check it out, dude. Yeah. Next time so, like, New York, like, changed my life. <laughs> Where was this energy when I asked if you wanted to go to Balboa Park? <laughs> That's such a listen. Did you hear that? Balboa Park? Ugh, boring. Doesn't really get the get the the juices flowing. Guggenheim. What yeah. is that even a word? <laughs> I want to yeah, go there, Dylan. I'm sorry. I have to agree with Jake on that one. Just yeah. sounds a lot more intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> The Guggenheim. The Guggenheim. Right, top that. I can't blame you. For my furticulture, for once, it's not going to be talking Bachelorette or uh, <laughs> I think you should leave. I was. Uh, I spent yesterday, the afternoon, I just had like plenty of time on my Sunday to myself and I was watching, hanging out with my uh, my sister's dog sitting, this, this basset hound. So she's hanging out with the basset hound and watching some Netflix and watched... Half of half of the movie. Sorry to bother you. Uh, which I've been meaning to watch that for a while now. Yeah, so it's interesting, and my my take is not going to be incredibly nuanced here. I think it was funny because it's just like I haven't watched, like, sat down and watched a movie in a while. I think the last movie I watched was the uh, the the Batman, the new Batman. Mm. Oh yeah. And my biggest takeaway from that was just El Ranalada. <laughs> as stupid as that is. <laughs> And, but this movie only made it through half of it. And I think largely in part to just like being sucked back in to the sales world and just like, you know, the whole concept of like stick to the script and, uh, and like the fact that he was early on going with this, like, 
hey, this is Calvin, sorry to bother you, like, and then immediately getting hung up on, it's like, I do remember working for the Padres and then being like, do not ever say, you know, sorry to bother or make it seem like as if, you know, any, like nothing with any sort of negative connotation. Like you got to treat it like as if it's a gift that they get you on the other end of the phone. (laughs) What a nuisance. But um, you said you only made it halfway through halfway through. So I will, I will either have to fill everyone in when I finish it. Uh, (laughs) listeners, should I finish? (laughs) Let us know in the comments, like, and subscribe because I was watching on my sister's roommate's Netflix account and it said it's only a 78% match for her. So I was a little hesitant going in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah maybe when i go on my own netflix it'll be like 97 percent match like, perfect i really was enjoying it it was incredible uh, he also um lakeith stanfield puts out music actually is that um, the actor yeah he's the main guy in it his stage name is it's like Tycal. it's just lakeith mm-hmm. but backwards um mm. and he puts out some cool stuff so check it out too yeah, okay like, I remember when the movie first came out, I was like, that looks really interesting. I really want to watch that. And now I'm seeing it's, that was 2018. I would have guessed that was like maybe two years ago, but, uh, four years ago, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. There we go. Oh, damn. I feel like I've heard the name before, but I've never checked it out. I think I know what I'm watching tonight. I'm curious who, cinematography, who's the producer? Because I'm just thinking like, it was pretty out there. Like some of the shit that was going on and like, the stylistic uh dude if you want out there i'm telling you my the second one i threw that bollywood film okay. it's about seals the seal movie yeah. R- R- R. <laughs> it's, gotcha. a docu- it's a documentary yeah. about navy seals <laughs> is it rated r though <laughs> oh fuck dude the triple whammy the quadruple whammy fuck <laughs> yeah i'm 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 bad when it comes to to netflix because i i keep on finding myself like I ended up watching a little bit of Zoe 101, like watch 10 minutes of that just because it's like, hey, it's on there. Uh, and same like same with all that. Just like pulled up a random episode of all that just to be like, wow, 1997. Like I kind of remember watching a little bit of this as a young kid, like a rerun. Dude, um, to that to that point. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, 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 no. To that point. Okay. To, to that, that point, point, I I actually recently, maybe like a month or so ago, actually, no, probably like six months ago, was watching, rewatching Drake and Josh. Yeah. And... It does not live up to what I remembered it as, dude. Oh, I dude, like. I mean, it was never. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it a lot when as, I was a kid. I thought it was, it was great. Fun, but... Yeah, I thought it was great. And then Blake walks in and he's like, "What are you watching?" And I said, "Drake and Josh." And he's like, "You're a child." And I was like, so? "Oh, but young at heart, man." No, and yeah. then like I continued to watch another episode, and I was just like, "This is cringeworthy. This is just like it's bad. Like dude, it's not no. what I remember it." My any. <laughs> The best character from Drake and Josh was that guy with a long, uh, fuck, what was his name? He worked, not Crazy Steve, not Crazy Steve, but the one that was really tame and he had like the long hair and in in the the episode where there's a storm, he just walks up at one point and goes, hey, Drake, your mom's hot. (laughs) Hey, Drake, your mom's hot. Dude! (laughs) My... My dad, like, honestly, just, like, told us not to watch it whenever he was around. He hated that show, like, with a fucking passion, dude. Just the really? fact that all Josh Peck ever did was, like, scream and stuff. And, like, yeah. Emphasis! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then little did he know, his son would go on to become an actor, and your first gig is going to be on uh, Nickelodeon, and your character is just <laughs> going to be this, like, really emphatic, loud, like, cheap laugh character. Yeah. 
yeah. That'll be me. That's the dream. <laughs> what was your biggest inspiration growing up? Well, I used to watch a lot of Drake and Josh. So if I could uh if I could work with a lot of underage kids, I'm really trying to grow into Drake Bell's shoes right now. Yeah. Please and thank you. I was going to speak to how sick Josh was or like how lame he was in the show and then how sick Drake was. And now fucking tables. So, <laughs> Did not age well. So turned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah, Russell, gonna... it's been great to have you on, man. Yeah, Russell, thank, thank you guys you for, for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Guest. It was you a brought, pleasure. You brought the enthusiasm that I knew was going to come, dude. I was I'm loving it. <laughs> It honestly Shit, yeah. pushed me through the wall of being sick. So, dude, better now. That. Yeah, I got you, dude. I got yeah. you. There is. If I could play a part in that, I'm grateful. There is no other guest that I would record for an hour and twenty three minutes. I was gonna say, I feel like I've droned in this, on through this My bad, guys. Nah, dude. <laughs> if it, 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 we kept talking because there was still stuff to talk about. You know, like if it, yeah. we would have ended it earlier if we had to. I found myself having more questions that I wanted to ask, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> You <laughs> might just have to Russell might just have to have like a you know beard eye corner or something some sort of like, like there we go beard eye only let's page toss it on over to Russell in the beard oh corner. dude I love that I love that yeah I'll make a YouTube channel we'll link in the comments my YouTube, YouTube channel now. <laughs> yeah. well hell yeah guys no seriously thank you for having me it's been a blast Russell let me hear your best like little send off read something about like like and subscribe yeah take us out all what right have, what all have right you heard? Yeah, boys. So uh, if you guys are on the on the other end, on this viewing end, yeah, be jealous of me. I got there. But in the meantime, like and subscribe. Maybe you'll get your shot. Maybe you'll get your limelight one day. But, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a tough list that they have to cut through for this Back Pocket podcast. So good luck. Hope you can make it. In the meantime, like, subscribe, comment, support my Die is Life page soon. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. oh, I ruined rough. it. I ruined it. No, nah, dude, he's allowed to plug Plugging whatever yourself. he needs to. <laughs> That's why that's why you come on the podcast to plug whatever whatever you're doing press for currently. So yeah, it all works, dude. <laughs> tour's going well. Shit, yeah. Press tour's going. Oh yeah, well. oh yeah, oh yeah. Going great, going great. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Thank you, Russell, for coming on. Well, thank you. I just want to give a little closing again, Russell. Thank you very much, boys. I hope you stay cold out there in uh, San Diego the best you can. And um, I just want to. I know I, I wanted to talk about it during the show, but I, th- I just wanted—I think I can just sneak it in the end here. Went to New York this past weekend. It was super <laughs> fucking fun, man. Did a lot. No, you of can cool drive stuff. on a concussion. Did a lot of cool stuff, man. <laughs> no, was, you can uh, drive on a concussion, right? I think, Wait, no, yeah, you, you yeah, can you totally can, drive, you can drive on, on a concussion, concussion but that's, that's right now. Concussion. But yeah, I went to New York. It was so fucking cool, dude. I went on the sightseeing tour. What else? What else? What else? Empire State Building. All right, we I got love some you. Pizza. You can drive on a concussion. Okay, goodbye.